Good morning. Welcome to Wildfire Tribe Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Sean. And my name is Kylie. And we are down by the banks of the pond in this beautiful park. The pond. How cool is it? We're down by the banks of the pond. I know. It's really, really cool. We haven't actually like... ever podcast from here before, have we? No, it's beautiful. We've got gorgeous running, cascady water in the background, ducks everywhere, and we are in the beautiful shade of the, what kind of tree is this? Jacaranda. Oh no, this is something else. Well, there's one thing that I do know, and that's not a jacaranda tree, and also <laughs> pond behind us, and there's a beautiful feature, and that's a shopping trolley. There's an upside down shopping trolley in the <laughs> middle of the pond, growing moss, uh, a place for the ducks to rest. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. What are we talking about today? We're talking about shopping trolleys, <laughs> ponds, trees, the power of words, mm, yep. and the end the end of the world. Yeah, so end times theology and the power of our words. What do we really want to be our future? Are we framing up and drawing towards us something that we really actually don't even want without understanding the power of our thoughts and the power of our words? Well, do we even get to choose, Kylie? You I know. know. When, when you talk about the end times, you know, and you talk about framing up the future with our words, etc., it's like we actually have some influence on what happens in our future. Or isn't it just like already predestined that God's going to send Jesus back on a horse over the hill out of the clouds and that bang everything's going to change at that moment and depending on what you actually believe from your study of the bible or what the preacher dude up the front told you to believe then there's a few variations isn't there either we're going to go through a period of difficulty before everything comes good or all these people are going to disappear in a moment there's so many discussions Mm. to be had but you talk about it as if we've got a choice well i just think throughout time and my research points to over the period of the last couple of thousand years especially there has been every hundred years there's been somebody that's predicted the end of the world there's been somebody that said Jesus is coming back there's been somebody or some great movement of people that have that have believed that their time is the end times and our time is no different and I think you know leading up to the year 2000 even in our time I remember writing a song with our band we used to have a like an alternative kind of grunge rock band in the 90s and I wrote a song called Y2K is this the end of the world because there was certainly a whole bunch of conversation that was swirling around and even like for our whole generation that there were aspects of our society that completely believed that the year 2000 was going to be the end of the world that Jesus was going to come out of the clouds and everything was going to blow up the whole Y2K like all our computer systems were going to crash everybody was like spending thousands tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars pre Y2Kng their systems so that everything wouldn't crash and there was all of this unknownness that was swirling around and yet here we are in the year 2024 another whole generation has been birthed since then and do we want to seed into our generation our children's generation our grandchildren's generation this seed of everything's going to be destroyed 
Right or do out. we want to frame up something amazing? Just relax. Just take a bit of a breath there, Kylie. You're getting quite worked up. Just relax a bit and maybe we can, with the power of our words, just take some breaths and think about the rational part of whether we do or don't have a say about what is coming next, what it looks like. We are involved in a lot of conversations with people that uh, in the vaccination discussion, in the lockdown discussions, all of those sorts of discussions about what's happened in the last few years, which was a pretty momentous time in history, really, wasn't it? Uh, Oh, definitely. Like, I mean, I think that on the whole, a lot of us have uh, been a part of something global that we never imagined would be in our lifetime. Or we, you're looking back through history where there were times where you would say, how could society do that? How could they just go along with this great atrocity or these crimes against humanity or whatever it happens to be? And then all of a sudden we were thrust into this space where we too made decisions and complied with things. Yeah, a real time of pressurisation so it's a time of testing for you as to what you actually do believe you know a few years back maybe you were thinking that this was the end that the world had gone mad we were told that we could not leave our houses that we could only go to hardware shops and not go to beaches and we could only exercise for a certain amount of time with people that we knew or not all those different rules that were happening at the time the world had gone mad and some people were forecasting this was the end and then as we've come out the other side of that there's a lot of people who are like well it didn't happen then it must be going to happen soon then because the way that I see the book of Revelation in the Bible etc tells me that we are heading towards the end therefore we need to make sure that our grandchildren are saved we need to get them to say the sinner's prayer so that they come into the kingdom of God so that when the world turns bad and everything everybody dies that you have an opportunity to go to heaven to be with God there's all that kind of discussion in the religious realms that we also mix in the church spaces the people that we talk to there's all these different variations of what we believe to be the truth it's a really interesting time in the history of the world and i think now more than any other time in history when we look back about why people got on board with believing that the world was going to end is that now we have access to information like we've never had before so each one of us has the ability to deep research into all of these different subject matters, all the different interpretations of not only scripture, but of people's readings and study and everything like that. We can actually really dive into, hold on a sec, this is very interesting because we're not necessarily just believing one person's point of view or what we've been taught in a particular historical account that we may have learned in university or school, but we can actually dive into a really diverse range of information and be able to walk through that with God or and be able to pull that apart for ourselves going, hmm, well, okay, what is truth? I've just been reminded of a meme I've seen in the last few days as you're talking about information, etc. And And in this meme, it's like a a representation of what it's like to go to university or theological college or any of those places, you know, those institutions of education where you're told that we're going to broaden your knowledge. We're going to teach you a whole lot of stuff over the next period of time that you don't already know. But 
we're actually only going to teach you it from these amount of books that we have in front of us. So you're going to learn a whole lot about a particular topic. You're going to be saturated in the knowledge of that, but you're only going to learn it from these places. So you're going to have complete wisdom and knowledge about a topic from this place. But like you're saying, Kylie, we have access to so much more now than we ever have during any other time in the history of the world. So we're not limited to studying a topic with just 10 textbooks no now we can study the history of the world now we can study the future of the world we can study about what we call the end times not just by accessing a couple of textbooks that some crusty old white man has put out why did i just say that i don't know i don't know where that came from but it seems to be the crusty old white men that do put those books out. We don't have to just study the end times from the textbooks put out by those people. We have access to way more, including the possibility that maybe those textbooks aren't correct. It's true. I know. It's very, very true. Now, about a week ago, let's just call it a week ago, we were doing our walk with our dog. We were walking along the riverbank in the town where we live. And I noticed a man who's got a very nice tan, who I've seen a number of occasions at that afternoon time of the day. And I thought I would say hello to him. I've been wanting to say hello to him. And I said hello and I asked him a few questions. And very quickly, we came to the understanding that this man did not have anywhere to live and that he was actually living underneath the staircase, not far from where I was talking to him. He was sleeping under there on some cardboard. He had a vehicle which he didn't have with him, which was unregistered. So therefore, he was unable to use. I don't even know if it was in the same town. And he also spoke to me very quickly about how he had access to no money at all because someone in his family had access to all his money. So I'm talking to a man who doesn't have anywhere to live. He has no possessions. He has a piece of cardboard to sleep on. And immediately he started to tell me about what is going to happen in our world moving forward. He started to tell me about what he knew about the future and that there's going to be a grand global economic disaster that that's looming and as he was telling me these things about the doom and gloom of the future I realized that his words that he was speaking had actually propelled him into the future and he was actually already living in what he was talking about happening in the future he was telling me that the world was going to be a place where everybody was going to have access to nothing all their possessions were going to be gone their bank accounts were going to be stripped from them and this had already happened to this man so it was as though he was preparing for the future of doom and gloom by getting ready in advance and i didn't like the discussion with him i did not agree not that i know the future and that was my discussion with him as he was telling me the future I was questioning him as to how it is that he can tell me the future and he said well you know what's going to happen don't you I said no I don't I don't know what's going to happen uh, but I do believe for me that I'm moving into an expanded reality that things and abundance are going to be coming into my life like never before that I'm going to experience bigger and better experiences that my health is going to be better that I'm going to live for longer than I ever thought was possible and he didn't like that conversation he didn't like that line of discussion because his future is about one of depression and darkness and poorness and ill health and the world fighting over 
very limited resources. Exactly. Well, in John 1, 1, it says, um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Right in the beginning, words have created our world and our life and our society. It's because of the Word that we exist, that you exist, that I exist. And I feel like when we take that on board, we realise oh my goodness, our words have this power to create. We are co-creating with God. We are co-creating without God. We're co-creating and we are framing up with our words our future. So we're coming into agreement with those things that we're believing in our mind, the energy of our thoughts, then producing a frequency of co-creation as we release that in whatever it is that we believe to be true so if this guy is saying we're heading towards a recession where everything's going to be desperate homelessness is going to rise like as we're starting to see say these things we're actually creating reality and frequency within our words that are framing up the future so for a lot of us if we're stopping in that place of seeing destruction of seeing chaos seeing all of these things that are really the apocalypse which is like the end of an age we're coming to the end of the functionality of a certain way of living and the systems within which we now see to be corrupt and for um, us not to want to continue to live in that way but we can't get stuck there I think what we're seeing is that we don't want in our illumination of truth to just be stuck in this place of only seeing all of the bad things that have gone on but we in that ability to know oh my goodness these things have come to an end is us going well what are we framing up for our next so the power of words there's a couple of examples that i've been thinking of about us moving into a reality of abundance living in abundance living in within the being of abundance living within the understanding of abundance from the dictionary there's so many layers to all of our supernatural discussions we've got some crows coming to join us uh, for our podcast today welcome to the crows if you can hear them we love broadcasting outside we love broadcasting broadcasting in places where creation gets to have its say so hopefully the microphones are picking that up and you get to enjoy that too back to the power of words thank you for supporting all of what we do via patreon you have found the podcast in some way i don't know how that is whether you've come through wildfiretribe.life our website or you've just stumbled across us on spotify or apple or some of those places thank you for finding us thank you for listening thank you for joining in the conversation by connecting with us through those places thank you for supporting what we do and the power of words that i speak declare that this is just the beginning for us as well this abundance that we're already living in the reality of is going to be expanded day after day week after week month after month and year after year because you're also going to be excited about the future with us you're going to be sharing our content with other people and we thank you for that we we refuse to speak the opposite of restriction and anything else we get to choose we thank you for partnering with us we thank you that we're going to be building a community a tribe together moving forward and we look forward to visiting you we look forward to communicating with you we look forward to encouraging each other in our lives as they expand together another place of encouragement 
and the power of words has been that just during the week I performed comedy, stand-up comedy. I have done it before, but very briefly, so I've sort of stepped back into that space and done it in a club scenario. And there is absolutely no way in the world that I would ever have dared do something like that or even thought it that it was possible if it was not for the words that you've spoken of encouragement into my life over 30 years. There is no way that I would even be here on this podcast speaking if you had not been the person that you are who continually just lifts me up and speaks life into me, encourages me that I have something to share. I am not the person that I was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago because of the power of your words. And I think it is a testament to co-creating our own future because, you know, in our young life and our young marriage, I was overwhelmed by the difficulties. Like, I was really frustrated about the, the negativity that swirled around in our relationship, the things that we had difficulty dealing with, the, our inability to be able to communicate with each other properly. And it was easy to see the things that we didn't like about each other it was easy to see the things we didn't like about our life and to be overwhelmed by just working a lot you're in that space where you're feeling like you're not getting ahead and everything looks greener on the other side everybody else's life looks better and I think in that place that was where spending a lot of time in that secret space in that quiet place with Jesus he was speaking to me and whispering to me about those things that are not as though they And I realized that there was power in my ability to be able to speak those things that are not as though they are, to be able to frame up our future. So in those times of difficulty, instead of continuing to speak what was the difficulty, the hardness, the frustration, all those things that you feel, and instead to just speak over our family that I'm married to a mighty man of God. We come into this place of love that we are great encouragers of one another. To be able to stand in that place where you're continually speaking things out of the nature of God and out of that place that even though that isn't your reality, that you're actually framing up something that you're moving toward and stepping into. And all of those things that he taught me in that place and the ability that he gave me to be able to speak those into being are actually the reality that we walk in now. Yeah, so the power of those words, you know, speaking life into your partners and your children, etc., encourages them to believe that God loves them, that you can love yourself. Absolutely. And out of that place, anything is possible. With God, all things are possible. That you would, instead of highlighting the things about your children that annoy you. Why don't you mow the lawn? Why don't you take the rubbish out? Why didn't you do this? Why don't you study more? Don't you want a future for yourself where you can do this or that? Instead of focusing and using the power of words to point out the things that seem like they're in lack, why don't we just speak about the opposite? Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that people get overwhelmed with 
with each generation is sometimes we can have uh, the tendency to idealise our upbringings. Like we see it all the time. With Why people. don't you get out and get yeah. a job? Yeah, you know, we our life in the 80s when was, I was so your great. Age. You know, we used to just be in the backyard playing and we want to shake some sense into the generation that we're raising by going, you know, everything was so great when we grew up. Instead of embracing the wonder and the mystery and the awesomeness of everything that is now, like this age of technology, this space within which our children are able to foster relationships all over the world from their bedrooms, from the lounge room, from the office, you know, to be able to engage with this great diverse range of people that we never had access to in our backyards, you know, hanging out with our brothers and sisters, playing on our bikes and not wanting to take away from the goodness that was in those spaces. There's just even a more expanded reality that we have the opportunity to live in now. Yeah, time's moving on, baby. Like, just move on. Like, just be okay with change. Mm. Come on. Like, we lived in a really small town before we moved to the place where we are now. And at one stage in history, it was a hustling, bustling, thriving little metropolis. You know, for many reasons, there was some industry there. And there was many, many shops and restaurants and all the usual things that you have in any town and then over the course of time industry disappeared all the buildings remained and you get a large percentage of people living in the town who just live in that place of reminiscing about the good old days that building there that used to be a supermarket there used to be 27 people employed there and oh that was the good old days now look at it there's just one person living in there and they've turned it into a house and that's that's not ideal that's not as good as it used to be i say let's move on i say let's embrace change that town that we lived in we also transformed an enormous building that used to be a hotel into a home it was like a mansion. It was like every. It was like a childhood dream of a person to live in a building with. Actually, it was three levels. It had an underground level as well, and a, and a backyard. And we transformed it from what it used to be into something completely different because we refused to be hanging on to the past with negativity of not wanting to change. Let's just move on. Yeah, absolutely. And let's believe that everything can be better, not needing to be in this place where we're constantly trying to protect each other from this horrible future that is descending upon us, but actually empowering one another to co-create something magnificent in our days now and everything that is to come. Because we don't want to get another 40 years down the track, another 100 years down the track and realize, oh my gosh, the end of the world never happened like it never has so far in all of the other predicted times throughout history. That why is our time going to be any different to any of those in the way that why don't we co-create something magnificent that the generations are stepping into? The power of words yet again. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about recording where we are we thought we found a nice shady little quiet spot where there's not many people etc and now we have roaring earth moving equipment happening across the road but you know what we choose to record outside we choose to pick up sounds because we want to bring creation into your space as well so whether you hear it or not we're just declaring that this is the perfect location for us to be today and we just hope that you get to enjoy some of the feeling that we get of being outside as well moving on kylie power of positive 
speaking. Well, Albert Einstein, he says a new type of thinking is essential if mankind is to survive and move toward higher levels. I think this is so true. It starts as a thought process before it even manifests as words, although some of us don't think much before we speak sometimes but (laughs) I'm sure that you were talking about yourself because you wouldn't say that to me (laughs) never I would never say anything now just like that to you the last few (laughs) days God's been speaking to me as I've been walking the dog down the street and he's shown me in a picture form and I'm sure lots of people listening also see things in picture forms and he's shown me that our lives are like books and that it's very easy to flip the pages backwards to places where you've been before and things that you've done before so if you can picture a book and going back to the bit that you've already read you know how you read a book sometimes and then you sort of think oh, I vaguely recall what's going on but if I just flick back a little bit to remind myself it all comes flooding back we can continue to live our lives by going back and reminding ourselves of the past the things that we've done and it all becomes very familiar very very quickly and we know exactly the outcome that'll bring us up to right now where we are today but in the book of life that we have each one of us has if we keep on daring to flick forward into those places where we don't know what's on the next page it is going to be in all likelihood different to what was in the past so I am choosing to keep on flicking the book forward because I'm a risk taker I like the challenge of not knowing what is next I like not being comfortable all the time because in all of those places moving forward you get to experience something new that you've never experienced before exactly and moving forward by flicking through those pages daring in faith to step forward you just take with you an attitude of of positivity that everything is going to be better than you can possibly imagine that it is or else just put a bookmark in take a pause go back to a couple of chapters remind yourself of where you have been what it was like back then see it smell it hear it experience what it was like to be living in the town that you used to live in re-experience it and then bring yourself back to the bookmark and make a decision as to what you're going to do are you going to live in the past you're going to live in a period of pausing at the bookmark and all of those choices that we make are fine it's completely up to us are you going to turn the page into the future and take a risk on something being extraordinary better than what it is right now. Mike Parsons has got an amazing book called The Eschatology of the Restoration of All Things and he talks... Is that like the title? Mm-hmm. That's... Say it again then. The Eschatology of the Restoration of All Things. And he talks a lot about the rapture and... The... By the time you finish reading the title, it's nearly the end. <laughs> I think it's a pretty fat book too. <laughs> In one of his blogs, he's talking about some of these things that we're talking about. I'll just read a little excerpt from it because it's it's quite good. The concept of a future millennial time period was not embraced by the early church fathers and of those who authored the Bible. Only John explicitly mentions it. The discussion around a literal millennium gain traction only after the compilation of the biblical canon when the book of Revelation became a part of it. The temple was still standing 
understanding when the book of Revelation was likely written around AD 66. Subsequently, as prophesied by Jesus in Matthew 24, it was destroyed by the Roman armies that surrounded Jerusalem. So Mike goes on to say that he personally did not adhere to a belief in the literal millennial period. The second coming events described in the scriptures seem to point to a specific historical context rather than a distant future. We are currently in the period of the restoration of all things. And I love this during which the kingdom of God is filling the earth. This perspective reassures us for the future and eschatology, the study of the end times, becomes somewhat of an oxymoron. In reality, there is no end to the increase of God's government and peace. And I just, I love that. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, I think it's cool. I sort of phased into a state of unconsciousness <laughs> as you were saying all of those It's because you're sitting next words. to this little bliss duck. <laughs> so those of you that are just listening and not watching wouldn't know, but if you're watching, there's a yellow duck <laughs> on your screen that you're watching now. I'm holding up to the camera. A yellow duck, and if you know of Justin Paul Abraham, he talks about yellow ducks a little bit. Yes, he does. Now, where did that duck come from? Well, the crazy part about this duck is that we were having like a reality conversation. You know, we were talking the other day when we were walking along about... Reality? Uh, Why uh, would you talk about reality? Because we were going, are we mystical enough? You know, like he, he, because we've gone through this real place of transition. We've moved from one season into another season. If you... Like that's one chapter of one the book chapter into, into another, another chapter. chapter, you know, we're being anyway, from just get one back way to of living. Duck. Anyway, we were thinking to ourselves, you know, are, are we mystical enough? Like, are we spiritual enough? And we were going, at, we're so in, like we're so fully in. This is this beautiful place, this plane of no separation that so many of us talk about where we have come into this way of being and living where we can be anywhere we're always in. We're always in the delicious goodness of God. Like we're always in the overflow. The river of life flows from within the very center of our being. And as we're having this conversation, we're walking along this riverside path near where we actually normally film our podcast and there sitting on the side of the pathway on the grass is this little duck and he's like brand spanking new nobody's ever touched him he's like he's dropped straight out of heaven right onto our pathway just sitting there waiting to greet us with his he's even got eyelashes yeah he's got eyelashes and really big lubra lips and we're just we're just like looking at each other just going oh my goodness it's one of those little bliss ducks and it's just sitting there like this beautiful reminder of, guys, you don't need to worry about not being mystical enough and about not being spiritual enough and now about because you're completely and absolutely in. Here's a little mystical duck. Yeah, that an angel has just like popped there. <laughs> and it so reminded crazy. us completely of Justin Abraham, the and uh, I did communicate with him and told him about the duck and sent him a photo. And that's what he said was that the angels have been dropping the ducks all around the world. Yeah. Are we mystical enough? Are we too serious? Are we religious? Are we too heterosexual? 
Are we too young? Are we too old? Exactly. Are we too anything? We're not too anything. We're just the right amount of Is us. Is anybody? Everybody's right, the right amount of them. And I think it's coming into the revelation of who we already are that brings us out into this beautiful plane of being able to love ourselves and love one another right where we're at that begins to frame up this beautiful future. Because just like you were talking about, in that space that God gave me, those eyes to see you as you've always been and not as necessarily what was playing out in our everyday circumstances, but actually seeing the person within that we've been created to be from before the beginning of time and speaking that person into being through the words of encouragement and love and affirmation and all of those things that we do for one another, isn't it? And out of that place too, you know, back to the encouragement that you've given me all my life, that has helped me to believe that I can love myself, that I have something of value to contribute to the world. Out of all of those places, it gets passed on. It gets passed on to your children. It gets passed on to every single person that you ever interact with. So this morning we were out having coffee at our favourite cafe and we're interacting with staff, we're interacting with new staff, old staff, customers. You're interacting with them even if you're not even talking to them. There's an experience, a shared experience on the street when you're drinking coffee of just being in the same place and all of the powerful words that have been spoken into your life that you believed over time are then a part of your experience in every moment and so you're bringing that positivity or negativity or whatever it is that you believe about yourself into every environment so it's like this flow on effect of I believe that God loves me I love me because he loves me and he sees me this way and it's just you're able to pass that on to another person and lift them and make their day better. Thank you for serving me coffee. Thank you for the smile that you gave me this morning. Gee, you're looking good in that new outfit. Have you had a haircut? I like your makeup. Whatever it is, you know, that that's that positive flow just because it's also been spoken into your life allows it to be transferred into somebody else's absolutely and those words have energy like those positive words have energy I always feel much better when I'm in positive word environment and I feel like over the years that 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 came from my relationship with God it came from that space of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, realizing each one of those is a person that I can engage with and build relationship with. And they would speak into my life, affirming who I was as a son of God, as a daughter of God. And that developing that relationship meant that I knew the truth about myself more than I could feel the the words of other people that were perhaps saying things that weren't good about me and I was able to deflect those because I actually knew the foundation of truth which is that we are these incredible creations that we are powerful that I'm on this journey of realizing that in discovering the depths of my relationship with Father Son and Holy Spirit I also have the depths of relationship within myself of spirit soul and body that these three parts are intertwined and I am building they are building a healthy and whole relationship with one another as I am becoming this unified being that in this place of understanding my spiritual connection to heaven that I also out of me flows the rivers of life to water the earth 
And I think that's this beautiful place that we have come into the knowledge of as we realize the wonder that is within us to co-create this beautiful or it's like we are awakening in our own self-awakening of who we are we are awakening all of creation to its beauty and its wonder and the goodness that flows from within us to bring about the restoration of all things which is really just all of creation awakening to the wonder of what already is and it's beautiful you see people doing it even just in like their garden like somebody might move into a place that has just got a one acre of decrepit, dried out soil and yet over the course of time and just speaking life back into that place, then they can rebuild that acre into this flourishing rainforest of goodness and life. Just while we're sitting here, one of the local councilmen have just come along and picked up some dried up palm fronds that have fallen off the palm trees around here. He's setting about his job. He's conducting his purpose or what he probably thinks is a part of his life's purpose. And it just reminded me of a Dr. Carolyn Leaf quote that I saw earlier in the week as well. Purpose. Your purpose is not the thing you do. It's the thing that happens in others when you do what you do. So powerful. So it does actually correlate with the discussion today about the power of words etc as well and what you believe about your future what you believe about what it is that you're even doing right now is the man that just picked up all those palm fronds simply just like in some robotic form performing a function on the earth that's merely just picking up palm fronds or is he way more than that is he emitting a frequency is he interacting with the world around him i just waved at him and he looked over and smiled you know there is an interaction going on beyond just the purpose that sometimes we think we're serving when we are an accountant or a farmer or a florist or a musician these labels that we put on ourselves we are far more than just the label that we have on our shirt well absolutely we are actually energy centers of life and flow we are connected to the fullness of everything that is within and we are emitting those frequencies we are flowing with that energy everywhere we go and that is part of us co-creating this new future filled with goodness and love and life it's like those those energy gateways that sometimes they're described as being the Merkaba gateways these gateways into the fullness of who we always have been connected in the realms of heaven flowing onto the earth through the river of life that is just pouring energy out of those gateways and that is that's this beautiful place of connection that we are this overlapping place I I wrote this song many many years ago called the overlapping place that is us we are this overlapping place between heaven and earth we are these gateways of energy and we are creating this flow into these spaces and we actually have been given that ability to be these gateways and doors through what Jesus brought into the earth and now is ours to be. You are not just your job. You are not just a housewife. 
You are not just any of those labels that we like to give each other. I spoke to a man just a couple of weeks ago when I went to pick up some timber from his house who told me that he had been working in a sawmill for 42 years. And I asked him if he had enjoyed his time in his occupation. And he said, it has paid the rent. I said, that is not the question that I asked you. And I just challenge you listening right now as to whether you dare to believe that you are more than just the label that you put on yourself. Are you a being? Are you a being that was created by a loving God to come down to earth to experience all that it has to offer? Or are you just performing some kind of role that enables you to pay your rent, to pay your mortgage, to pay the electricity bill, to pay your phone bill, so that you can somehow trudge your way through life to some imaginary finish line where you then get to trip over that finish line into a form of heaven or hell or purgatory or one of these places that you believe that exists? Or are you more than that? Do you have a purpose here on earth that is not just a label, but is actually a freedom to express yourself, a freedom to believe that there is more to you than just the skin on your body and the bones, that there is more to enjoy, that there is more to experience than just making your way through this torturous existence. Yeah, absolutely. That we are energy, frequency and vibration. We are body, soul and spirit. We are this beautiful oneness found in the perichoresis dance with the Trinity. We are the essence of our Father. We have his nature within us. We are the overflow. We are his sons and daughters on the earth. We are here to bring forth the river of life. We are here to be these gateways and doorways into the infinite realms of the kingdom. We are, whoa, (laughs) even just talking about them, I can feel this energy just like flowing through me, flowing through me. (laughs) It's like that purpose that you talk about, our purpose being the transformation of all of those people that are around us in their revelation of who they are just by us being being not by us trying to convince people to our thought process our point of view our worldview the things that we think and believe and understand to be true but actually just us being that's why we go out of our way as a couple to do what we do in a manner that is not telling you what to think that you have to believe what we believe that we are teaching you something that is you know some rigid form of if you don't believe what I tell you to be true about the end of the world and how it's going to come about then you can't be in our gang we have no interest in doing that because we also believe that God has created us uniquely and therefore you uniquely as well. And you have your own experience of him as you cruise through this life doing whatever it is that you do. He has a very unique experience for you that is separate to what he has for us. So we're very conversational. We're very in the flow of just sharing our existence with you. That is what's coming in through your earbuds or your headphones is an expression of who we are, not a discussion or a teaching on what you must be. Exactly. And I think that's the beauty of the way that we were created and that God's given us this beautiful power of free will is that we get to choose. We get to choose what we want to come into alignment with. We get to choose our thoughts. We get to choose the things that we say. We get to choose who we surround ourselves with. We have this beautiful power of choice that actually it can become a beautiful thing to co-create and 
an incredible future when we realise that we are powerful enough to do that every day. Take an opportunity today to just have a think about the power of words in your relationship with yourself. Yeah. What are you speaking either out loud or in that quiet voice inside you to yourself? What do you believe about yourself when you look in the mirror? Have you ever looked in the mirror and actually told yourself that you love yourself? Crazy, crazy to think that, that you would do that in in a country like Australia where you're growing up to be taught that if you do things Mm. like that, that there's something wrong with you. I dare you to challenge yourself about the thinking about yourself and why you think the things that you believe about yourself. What does that say about your relationship with your creator? Well, I think there's power in just that mulling over of thought and words. Like cows, they typically chew 30,000 times a day. So it's like if I'm just sitting there silently chewing and digesting and re-digesting my thoughts about myself, my words, eventually from within me rises a song, a dialogue, a, a frequency that is in alignment with that chewing over of what I think about myself. And out of that comes a frequency that is framing up our future. So if I'm coming into alignment with a beautiful destiny, with wonder and healing and wholeness, then that's the frequency that I'm going to emit wherever I go. But if I'm beating myself up, if I'm pulling myself apart, if I'm only seeing the bad in myself and then therefore I'm emitting that frequency, I'm only seeing the bad in other people, I'm only have this ability to be short-sighted in what the goodness that I can see for my future. And it all starts in that foundational belief about who I am, what I believe about myself, what I believe about you, what I believe about my family and, and the, the future that is possible for us. And instead of coming into alignment with the limitlessness of who we've been created to be. Well, I was just having a bit of a bit of a moment with the, a supernatural experience, uh, an experience that I guess we refer to as supernatural because we explain these spirit-like interactions as being separate from our earthly reality for some strange reason. But just as you were just talking I'm just starting to see beings in the park where we are (laughs) I love it and it's very interesting I think moving forward there's going to be times where we're going to be ascending on these podcasts etc and asking people to step into those places with us to experience what that's like if you're a person that is listening to the podcast that has not ever seen in what is called the supernatural realm or the spirit realm then it's possible it is for you it is actually for you it is actually available it is actually real it is actually more real than this world that is temporary that one day will pass away somehow it speaks about those things in the bible that the spirit realm is more real than this world it's possible for everybody to see in those places it is even if you think that it's not our experience with other people is that it sometimes just takes a a change of language a change of thought a conversation to help you see in those places if you've never seen in those places get into 
touch with us. Maybe we can help you. Dare to have a discussion with a friend about the supernatural spaces, the unseen realm. And by expanding your thinking in those places, dare to believe that it is for you as well. Absolutely. And you have everything within you already. You are communing just by just going, woo, understanding that you are in the presence of your creator. You are never outside of his presence. And just turning into that place where you come into the revelation of that is all you need to do to then begin this great and incredible journey where you can dive deep into the fullness of who you already are. Yeah, can I just encourage you too that imagination is a good thing. Absolutely. I know that when you're walking with other people looking into that spiritual dimension, some people get tripped up on the word imagination and they they think that oh no I'm just imagining things so therefore it's not real or therefore I'm not seeing as somebody else might seem but imagination is the beginning of it that is a gift that's been given to you to see in those spaces that is exactly what seeing in the spirit realm is is what some people refer to as imagination I love it The imagination is amazing and it is this beautiful gateway into the limitless realms of the kingdom. If we understand the power that's held within it, when we can see in or on the screen of our minds is where we can start to tap into everything that is in what what we refer to sometimes as the unseen realms. Now, Kylie, the power of spoken words and the end of the world being imminent, I am declaring that this podcast is coming to an end. I love it. We're transitioning through this narrow way, the birth canal into the age to come, as Jesus called it. Come on. This is everything that we've hoped for. And now with the power of our heart intention and the power of our words, we can land this new life, this new sound. We can become the fullness of everything we hope for. We can be the beginning of a whole new world and we can infuse the power of what is to come into all of those people that are in our lives, into our children, into our grandparents, into anybody that is walking and breathing on the earth, that there is still power within us to be able to create something magnificent and beautiful to come. And dare to believe that the age to come is not the last age to come. Absolutely. It's only the beginning of something even greater. A new chapter in your book. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. We have loved spending a little piece of our week with you. If you want to know anything more about Wildfire Tribe, jump onto wildfiretribe.life where there's plenty of information about things that you, you can, can be even a part buy of. t-shirts and hoodies depending on what time of the year it is in your world and the temperature there's t-shirts hoodies artwork there's all <laughs> sorts of things that we do that that are an expression of who we are for the world to enjoy yeah get on there and have a look and be back with you again next week absolutely have an amazing week we love you guys thank you bye